Hi everyone, this is Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net. Today we're going to be talking about myasthenia gravis. Um, as a nurse for over 25 years, I can tell you right now that the autoimmunes will always get us, or most of us, maybe not all of us, maybe some of us have it, you know, cemented in the back of our head, but for those of us who have been doing it for a while, when we get um, some of these autoimmune diagnoses, we probably do have to go to a little reference manual and look everything up again. Um, but anyway, I think it's important for nursing and nursing students to stay on top of their autoimmune disorders. And so in this um, segment, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about myasthenia gravis. But basically what it is, is it's an autoimmune disorder. And autoimmune, in short, means that the body is attacking itself in one way or the other. This disorder is characterized by fatigue and generalized weakness um, of any of the muscles that are under voluntary control. This disease attacks the peripheral nervous system, PNS, which is outside the brain and spinal cord. It can surface at any age, but it is seen more in women over the age of 40 and men over the age of 60. Myasthenia gravis causes a breakdown in the normal transmission between nerves and muscles. And there is no cure for myasthenia gravis, but there are treatments available to decrease the signs and symptoms. So speaking of the signs and symptoms, the hallmark sign is drooping eyes, one or both, also known as ptosis, P-T-O-S-I-S. The other thing is double vision uh, or diplopia. You might have a change in speaking, difficulty in chewing or swallowing, difficulty holding head up from the weakness um, of the muscles in the neck. Um, some of the causes that are believed to bring about myasthenia gravis is the thymus gland, which is part of your um, immune system. And while it's larger while you're a child, it's thought to shrink as you become an adult, and it may maintain or trigger the production of antibodies that block acetylcholine. So while the thymus gland is small in adults, it is possible that some adults may have an abnormally large thymus or a tumor in the thymus, which is also called a thymoma. Thymomas are usually not cancerous, um, so they're benign. However, they can uh, cause some problems. Antibiotic production is thought to be one of the main causes. So the nerves communicate with the muscles by releasing neurotransmitters or chemicals. And these are like a lock and key as the neurotransmitters will fit exactly into the receptor sites of the muscles. When there is a diagnosis of myasthenia gravis, the immune system will produce antibodies that will block or destroy those receptor sites of the muscles um, for those neurotransmitters called acetylcholine. So now that there's fewer receptors because we have had those antibodies come in and destroy them, the muscles will receive less signals which will result in the weakness. Antibodies also block a function uh, of the protein called thyrosine kinase. This is a nerve muscular junction forming protein. And when this protein is blocked, the patient may also go into myasthenia gravis. It's important to note that, you know, like most diseases, um, when the body's under stress or illness, it can actually worsen the symptoms of myasthenia gravis. Complication. Well, one of the major complications of myasthenia gravis is when a patient goes into myasthenic crisis. Very rare, but it can be life-threatening 
because what happens is the muscles that control breathing become weak and unable to support the respirations necessary for sustaining life. At this point, when they come into the emergency room or wherever they're at, they may require intubation and placed on a ventilator. Diagnosis. Diagnosis is usually done in a doctor's office by regular neuro exam. You can do blood tests, um, or they can do a Tessalon test. There's another word for this, and I can barely pronounce it, but I'll try for you guys. It's called a, a drop fomium test. And basically, if this test is positive, then the diagnosis of myasthenia gravis can be made. Treatments. Well, we, well, we can give some cholinergic inhibitors. Uh, one of them is called mestinonin. The other word for it is pyridostigmine. And what this medication does is it will improve the communications between the muscles and the nerves. And while this medication is not a cure, it can help with muscle strength and contraction. The other thing that we give are steroids. So corticosteroids such as prednisones. And that, what that's going to do is going to uh, suppress the antibody production by inhibiting the immune system. And of course, uh, we will be giving, uh, or we'll probably be giving some immunosuppressants to alter the immune system because remember, our body's producing those antibodies that are uh, attacking those receptor sites. One, another thing that we can do is we can give IV immunoglobulin, also called IVIG. And what this does is it alters the immune response by providing the body with normal antibodies. Now, this therapy can take up to a week before results are even seen. However, this does carry much lower side effect than having plasmapheresis. Improvement with IV, IV, IVIG sorry, uh, usually only lasts um, about one to two months. We can also do plasmapheresis. This procedure is similar to dialysis in that the blood will be sent through a machine that will remove antibodies that block the transmission signals from the nerve endings to the muscle receptor sites. It should be noted that if you have plasmapheresis, um, these benefits will, will last only less than a month. So one of the, some of the nursing considerations um, for caring for a patient with myasthenia gravis, well, we're going to go for the ABCs first, right? We want to make sure they're not going in, into any kind of crisis. We want to make sure they're not having any kind of respiratory distress that would require an artificial airway. Uh, patients with we need to watch them because they can also start to have an infection. Remember, we're giving them steroids and all these things that knock out their immune system. So even the smallest temperature should be reported to the physician, NP or PA immediately. Um, because the neck muscles are weakened, uh, we want to use thickened liquids because they're going to have a harder time swallowing. So this was just a really quick blip on myasthenia gravis. I really hope that this helps you guys put it all together. Um, I do this on the podcast so you guys can listen to it in your cars as a quick little study thing. And that's about all we have. So be sure to visit us at nursestudy.net. Like us at Facebook at nursestudy.net. And again, this is Nurse Anna signing off. And you guys have a really good day. Bye.